quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. Does connected parenting feel confusing? What do I do in this situation? How do I handle that issue? Let me help you make more sense of it all in my 30-day challenge. We meet for four weeks of group coaching and you get access to all of the Peace and Parenting online materials, my entire Connected Parent Mastermind. Plus, we give you access to our school community. I help you get more connected and jumpstart your parenting in this 30-day challenge. So go to the show notes and sign up and I'll see you there. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here. We are going to discuss the idea of discipline and there's a lot of talk about discipline and what it means and what it is. And I'd like to just give my take on it. So discipline comes from the word to teach. And it also comes from the word disciple, I believe. And it was really designed to inform people that we want to teach under the guise of discipline. Then it became this idea of punishments and rewards. And discipline ended up being really punishments and rewards because the whole behaviorism movement started and you know it was noted that rats would behave a certain way with a punishment or a reward and so that idea was taken into parenting and so spanking and physical um, abuse in my mind was used to punish children who did the wrong thing and praise was used to reinforce good behavior for kids who did the right thing. And so in my mind, that's what discipline is. Now, other people will say discipline is to teach. And I I believe that too. I do believe that discipline is to teach, but I don't believe that discipline is to teach through rewards and punishments. And society tells us that discipline is rewards and punishments. They've just become synonymous somehow. But there's this whole deviation saying like, no, discipline is not that. And I believe discipline isn't that either, but that's kind of the common idea that discipline is rewards and punishments. Discipline, or I'm going to say them interchangeably, rewards and punishments. I will also say interchangeably, consequences and punishments, because there's an idea that consequences are okay, but punishments are not. And I don't find the difference in the consequences and the punishments. Punishments and consequences in my mind are the same thing, except for natural consequences, which really are cause and effect. So we don't need to get into all the nuance of all the things, but I don't discipline my kids meaning I don't use traditional ways of disciplining. I don't use rewards and punishments. And I don't use those things because I don't think they're effective. And I think they really erode the relationship that we share with our kids. So 
discipline in my world and in my house does not exist in the traditional form of discipline in rewards and punishments. Discipline in my house also doesn't really exist in the idea of teaching. I really believe that you can help a child with a problem or you can help them navigate a situation by being a good listener and by asking questions and by getting to deeper meaning and understanding. If that's teaching, then so be it. But I really believe that our kids know right from wrong pretty early on and they don't need teaching around it. They don't need discipline around it. They don't need punishments around it or consequences around it or rewards around it. They need to see models of people that are acting in moral ways, that are interfacing with others and with kindness and with respect. And the most you know, prominent interactions in our house are the ones we have with our loved ones. So the interactions we have with our spouses or our partners, the interactions that we have with the siblings in our house, the interactions we have with our kids. So everybody's watching those interactions. If those interactions are solid, and if those interactions, for the most part, I mean, let's be honest, we all mess up. We yell at our partner. We, you know, threaten our kid when we don't want to. We do things that are mis- make mistakes. Those things happen. But if 70% of the time you're doing the moral thing, you're acting in moral ways, your child is watching you. They're watching your every move. They are watching the way in which you respond. They are watching your body language and your face and, and your, you know, your expression, your everything. They're watching you and now they're informing themselves about morality about right and wrong. And so when you're interacting with one child and you're coming with empathy and understanding and you're listening to feelings and child number two is watching you, that is the lesson. That is the teaching. That in my mind is the discipline, isn't it? Isn't that the discipline? Isn't that showing them and teaching them what moral interactions look and feel like? I think so. So I don't really believe in discipline. I believe in modeling. I believe in showing my children. And sure, I still screw up. I did the other day. I got so mad at Esme. She was you know, being sassy, so sassy. And I just, I was under-resourced. I was in my own crap and I snapped. And it happens. It happens all the time. But I repaired and we moved forward and it was okay. So I'm not saying you have to be out there, you know, being a perfect parent and doing everything just right and just so. That's that's an impossibility. But what I'm saying is if, if your interactions, for the most part, are moral and good and steeped in the idea of connection and steeped in the idea of love and unconditional love and kindness and all the things that we want our kids to be, if you want your kid to be these certain things, rewarding and punishing them isn't the way to get there. Being those things is the way to get there. Having them witness you interacting in that way. And I think the biggest part is your parenting. Because if you are demonstrating unconditional love in your parenting for all the children that are in your house, every other child is watching you. So when the kid is having the huge tantrum and you're coming alongside them and you're sitting with them and you're saying, I understand, I'm right here. I will never leave you when you're upset. All the other kids are gleaning information from that. Mom's safe. She's there when, you know, the kid's having the hard time. I see her. She's pouring into the the kids in this family. 
She's calm. She's regulated. She's a lot of things. She's kind. And that teaches way more than a timeout or taking an iPad away or giving a ton of praise to a child. Those things don't teach. Those things just manipulate. They manipulate the situation. They manipulate the child. They make the child, they might in some cases make the child feel good, like the rewards for a minute, but they also make the child feel bad in some ways because they've been manipulated. Nobody likes to be manipulated. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. ByHeart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. ByHeart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. The other piece of it is, however you're interacting, and the things that you're doing in your home will be replicated by your children some of the time or will our kids could go the total opposite way. And this could also be true in their own parenting. What do you want for your grandkids? How do you want your grandkids to be treated? That's the way in which you treat your children. So if you want your grandkids to be treated with kindness and respect and love and understanding and you want them to learn those things, you have to teach those things through discipline, quote unquote, to your children. And in my mind, that's modeling. We teach that through modeling. We teach that by showing our children what it looks like. Some social scientists say that, well, many social scientists now are saying, you can research this, is that we're born with some morality. We're already born with morality. And that a child learns most of major basic morality by the time they're two. They understand the the basic ideas of right and wrong. They know if they're supposed to hit or not. They know if they're supposed to bite or not. They know what basic morality is. If they're living in a moral house, if they're living in a house where there's lots of hitting, where there's lots of yelling, where there's screaming, where there's threatening a lot of it, then yeah, they're going to learn that too. But even when they see that, they know it's not right because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. 
So if we want to discipline slash teach our children, we have to model the things in which we want them to embody. We have to embody those things so that we can give them to them. Now, are we going to be perfect? Absolutely not. There's no way. But we try. We try our best to do our best and to do the right things. And there'll be moments when we make mistakes and we'll have to apologize for those mistakes. We'll have to, you know, make amends. We'll have to come to our kids and say, you know, that wasn't right. I did the wrong thing. I made, I made a mistake. And that's okay too. That also teaches, right? That also is discipline because it teaches apology. It teaches remorse. It teaches amends and regret. It teaches all of those things too. So I, I, I really like to rely on that as the teaching ground in my house. And I don't feel the need to correct so much. I don't feel the need to tell my kids what they are doing right and wrong. And, and nine times out of 10, when I hold space for my teenagers, when they've done something wrong, they will come right back around and, and apologize. Esme especially, she's very quick to understand what she's done wrong and apologize because she's very in tune with her feelings. And we've worked really hard on holding space for her and she will always come and apologize. And she's also the kid that will tell you 10 times a day at 17 and a half that she loves you and hug you and kiss you and be with you because there's a respect there. There's a mutual respect there and there's relationship, right? And so This type of parenting really builds relationship when we're constantly correcting or disciplining in the traditional sense or passing out consequences and threats and bribes and punishments and rewards. It doesn't set the groundwork for a good relationship because do you want to be in a relationship with somebody who's doing those things to you, who's praising you, who's rewarding you, who's threatening you, who's doing all the disciplined things, quote unquote, traditional disciplined things? I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody like that. And I'm sure you don't either. And our kids don't, and they're smarter than that. And we have to give them more credit for understanding what right and wrong is. And I think, you know, it's gone way back to ancient times that children are wild beasts that need to be tamed and they don't know right from wrong because they are immature and they will do impulsive things. But it isn't because they don't know better. It's because they don't, have the capacity in the moment to choose the right thing because their brain's offline. It's very simple. And yet it it becomes very complicated because we have all these external voices telling us all of these things that we need to do or we should do, or if we don't do, we're going to have crazy kids that are bouncing off the walls and, you know, axe murderers and whatnot, which is not true. We are not going to have those kind of kids because we're moral, kind, loving people, and we're going to support them. We're going to be there for them. We're going to love them unconditionally. And if we love them unconditionally, they will love us back. And there will be this mutual respect and understanding and relationship. And that is what we're looking for. Because as time goes on, I realize like, I don't have, you can't really, you can't really tell an 18 year old or a 17 and a half year old really what to do too much. All you can do is have influence. Like, hey, honey, what are you doing? What's going on? And if she respects you, she's going to talk to you and tell you what's happening. But you have to really trust that they are going to make good decisions, but they only make good decisions if they have a good relationship and they only have the good relationship if we're not manipulating them with punishments and rewards, if we're not using traditional discipline. So in all intents and purposes, I can say I don't really use discipline in its traditional sense. I really use this idea of modeling good behavior and being a good moral person and trusting 
that the long play is, my children will understand what is right and wrong and how to make good decisions based on watching me and based on trusting themselves because I trust them. Okay. I hope that makes sense. I hope it gives you a little something to to gnaw on. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. If you haven't had an opportunity to rate or review the podcast, I know on iTunes, you can send in a review. And on some of the other platforms, you can just do a rating, but we would be so appreciative as it really helps keep us visible and brings more people to the podcast so they can learn all about this incredible method too. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.